Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the -the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember, use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show, where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams, and with me is a man who not only played professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League on that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I am talking about none other than author and motivational speaker, and in addition to my brother, Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? Hey, another one in the books, man. This season's clipping along. Um, a A lot of questions about this game, man. A lot of questions. Yeah, let's get into that. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. Of course, we are talking. We do this thing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Monday, we look back on the game that just happened. And then on Thursdays, we look ahead to the next game. And so as we look back, we're talking about the week, uh, the week five matchup against the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Arizona Cardinals. The Cincinnati Bengals came to State Farm Stadium and they were victorious 34-20. This game was essentially almost like a pick em. It was, um, it was the, the Bengals minus three. There was some, um, some uncertainty around the uh, the starting quarterback, the star quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, uh, and his calf looked like that calf was was pretty good, uh, that, that it was at least healed enough or he was motivated enough to uh, to come out with that victory. Him and uh, Jamar Chase, we talked about that short run game. I mean, short passing game. We're going to get into all that, man. I let's let's get into this stuff let's get into it because i was there in the building and i sound like a broken record so this is the way that on our radio show uh which we which we do every saturday from one to three uh eastern on sports map radio you can go sportsmapradio.com but um where you say back in my day or back in the day and you try to f- find a different term i'm uh, this is the this is the third game that i've been to this season second regular season game the, the other one was the broncos in the preseason and i'll tell you this much man it, it i didn't think that there were that many cincinnati Bengals fans i'll say that i didn't think <laughs> there were that many cincinnati Bengals fans because they came and it was loud i at first i'm thinking because it you know the colors you, you, I'm, I'm not seeing a whole lot of the colors but on the first drive the cardinals were on that when the cardinals were on their first drive and it became it got to third down and then it got real loud and i said oh 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 i completely understand now we have been we have been uh the the nest has been invaded again but um your your thoughts on this game i got some you know from the from the run sheet your thoughts on this game from a high level and then we'll kind of break it down and in, into its little bits and pieces well um, a couple of things we'll talk well first let's talk about the the crowd takeover if yeah. you're in, we live in Arizona, right? And this is a mm-hmm. Cincinnati team, Cincinnati, Ohio, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If we lived in Chicago, you would say a lot of people migrated from Ohio to Illinois. It's not that far, right? Yeah, so you right. can expect a whole bunch of people maybe 
Yeah. When you're way out here in Arizona, you're not expecting that many people from Cincinnati, Ohio, or Bengals fans to be able to come over here and take over your stadium. That's the crazy part. And we're seeing it at other places, too, because I watched the Philly uh, L.A. Rams or L.A. Rams game yesterday. And I said, damn, are they in Philly or are they in uh, uh, Los Angeles? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. So we know fan bases travel. But what's happening, though, is this is becoming such a recurring thing where, I mean, you can't have every team's um, representing. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter who we play. Our yeah. stadium's being taken over, and that's – I don't know whether that's a, a a disservice by our fan base who they're buying the tickets and then selling them on the second market, or we're just catching a bad break, and there's just a lot of people that live in all, you know, all these other cities or all these other uh, fan bases that just happen to be here. I don't know, but yeah. it's crazy. The other thing, you know, you watch the game. And as it was unfolding, you know, you and I initially we thought it was going to be, you know, because Joe Burrow seemed to be hobbled coming into this game. He must he looked like Popeye that got that spinach in, um, and, and <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, da, 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 da. I mean, he was out there scrambling. He all of a sudden now he was throwing deep. Everything that he has not done to this point in the season, right. he was able to do yesterday. He looked like the real Joe Burrow. Who signed that huge? Who deserved that big huge contract? And they looked like a team that had um, Super Bowl aspirations. Forty-six I, I, pass attempts, thirty-four, thirty-six for forty-six, three hundred seventeen yards for Joe Burrow. And they also, I mean, it, let me see, they three touchdowns. They also ran. They also ran the ball. They ran the ball thirty times as well. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was too lopsided. The other yeah. thing, the other thing, Jay. At what point, and we talk about adjustments, right? At what point are you going to double and bracket Jamar Chase? It was like this dude was just, it was seven on seven drill out there. He was, they let him catch the ball in front of him. Then all of a sudden we saw him go deep over the top, which that might have been a surprise because we haven't seen that to this point. But at what point, I mean, the man had 15 catches for 192 yards. At what point do we decide, let's make an adjustment, let's find him on uh, wherever he is in the formation and bracket him or do something. So this was a disappointment in terms of our approach. Maybe they caught us off guard because they haven't shown us this explosiveness or, you know, ability to throw the ball up the field or, you know, escapability of uh, Burrow. But at some point we had to take those tablets that they pay all that money for and sit around and huddle on the sideline and say, hey, we're going to make some changes to what we're doing. That was the biggest disappointment for me. We made not one adjustment defensively um, to to try to stop Cincinnati, and then we made some bonehead calls and stuff like that. This was one of those, whoa, okay, take a step back games for us. Now, yeah, so let's let's get into that a little bit more. So when – the end of uh, there were a few a few things that kind of got to me. One, Joshua Dobbs kind of took a little bit of a half. He took a, a step back. You can't expect him to play as to play as well as he's played all. Uh, I would say consistently, as consistently as he's played all season. Uh, he definitely took a step back. So you can't. There's no denying that. But one of the things that got to me was at the end, the end of the first half play calling that where they they had the the turnover, but they got the turnover on downs. They had had the ball. They were out of their own end zone 
right? And they they were getting ready to drive, and so they they the, the first play was a, almost like a tush push of sorts to get a little bit to get on the one like the two yard line. And so you're thinking, all right, we're going to run the ball a little bit to just to either to try to get to the point where you could punt the ball and try to flip the field, or we're going to try to get that first down and then see what we can do towards the end of the half. They threw the ball. They called a play. They called a, a passing play. That ended up being what a pick six. And that, and that, what was once a, uh, what the Cardinals were leading, what was once, what, 14 10, it ended up flipping to the, to the, to the Bengals now being in the lead. And I thought that that was bad decision making by, by Joshua Dobbs, but also bad, poor play calling. I, I don't, what, what were your thoughts on that one? Absolutely. There was zero reason to do what they did right there. And if you are going to throw the ball, something a little safer than that. I don't understand. In the end zone, there's too much that can happen, you know, that deep in your own territory. And, and as you mentioned, hey, let's play some field position. Let's We got away from the goal line. Let's run a couple plays, even if we just try to choose some clock and then get it punted out of there, maybe try to play some defense. Hold, don't give him – that was such a momentum shifter, Jay, that it, it killed. I can only imagine the air going out of – because for me, I was just like, what? Did I, did I just yeah. see that? And yeah. then, you know what it's like, Jay? It's like a, a boxer that gets hit on the chin and, and, and dazed a little bit. And then it's like, okay, is he going to make it out of this round? And it was, you know, it was like the wobbly legs. It felt like the wobbly legs for the Cardinals. After that play, a lot of shock and dismay, not just by the fans in the stands. And it also gave the, the Bengals fans a uproar. The Europe, yeah. Cardinals fans are shaking your head. Same thing going for the players. The players are now standing there with their hands up. Like, what did we just do? Defensive players, you know, offensive guys, you know, now it just – that was just something you talk about a big momentum shift for no reason at all. And I don't know, was it inexperience in that position? Panic, man. Um, you know, you can run throw out all the adjectives. It was, it was one of those head scratchers that just did not make any sense. And I'm sure, you know, the coaches staff, they'll, you know, look at, at Dobbs and say, why did you throw that ball? And then and we can look and say, well, how did you guys call that play? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, there's enough blame to go around for that one for sure. So that was one play. Then there was so the so we start the we start the second half. The Cardinals come the 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 Bengals they get a touchdown. It's twenty four fourteen. The Cardinals they get a touchdown. Then it's twenty four twenty. They mixed it. They missed the extra point. So then it still it stays twenty four twenty. Now then they get an interception. That one interception by Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow uh, is intercepted. The Cardinals have the ball. So I'm thinking at that point in time. Just get some points. Get some points because your defense has done their job. They've intercepted the quarterback. Let's do, let's get some points. They had an opportunity to get some points. They, they had a, what they had, it was a five play, uh, 49 play drive, five play, 49 yard drive. They decided to go for it on fourth down in real time. I said, don't do it. Don't do it. There was somebody that was sitting to the, to the left of me said, go for it, go for it. I'm thinking, no, man, no, you don't, you take these points because you're not, don't try to chase points and try to figure out because you missed that extra point. No, get the points, make it 24, 24, uh, it would have been 24, 23 at that time. And then you figure it out from there. They miss, they, they go for it. They miss it. Then the Bengals get a touchdown. I thought that is what I thought 
killed the game right there. Mm-hmm. I know the end of the half, end of the first half. I get it. That was definitely a momentum thing. That makes you that that just that frustrates you because now you have to claw back. But that was you were still being the game, and from that point, I think it, I think it was done. What what were your thoughts when you saw that play or that that whole sequence of events? Yeah, and I'm right there with you. I, uh, you. As you mentioned, they started chasing points. You know, they missed the extra point, and then you know now we don't want to settle for the field goal. We we we're not a team that can give any points away. We have to take what we can get. Um, and once again, as you mentioned, that was like the ultimate when that happens, like game set match, especially after you know since he gets the ball because you could tell since he started figuring their stuff out. And 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 the only thing I can say, Jay, is maybe the Cardinals and and here I mentioned it earlier, it's like we didn't make any adjustments, right? We weren't stopping and we weren't done. Maybe they just felt like, okay, well, we can't stop them, so we gotta try to match them. You can't have that mentality. You no, gotta man. at some point you have to start making your adjustments to stop them. We just, we never, and it was, it was almost like panic mode. Well, we don't know what to do because we can't stop them from scoring the ball. So we can't kick field goals. We gotta, we gotta go ahead and get seven because yeah. And now nah, you gotta, you gotta kick that field goal and make the adjustments on the other side of the ball. The, the, when you, you start doing stuff on the offensive side to, um, counteract the fact that you can't do anything on the defensive side and you can't have that math, that, that kind of outlook. You have to figure out what to do on the other side of the ball. So you take those points, figure out how to stop them. And like I said, we just, we never made any adjustments. And part of that for you, it, when you make, when you do those plays, those head scratches going forward on fourth down, sometimes that, that is really is panic mode. And that's what that mm. felt like. That felt like panic of, we cannot figure out a way to stop them, so we got to go for the touchdowns because we can't just get three, and that that just backfired on them. You know that was that was the real nail in the coffin for me, and and that at that time of the game. All right, so believe in the Arizona Cardinals. There were, if we look at the just, I want to look at the rushing totals. So the Arizona Cardinals they rushed for where was I at? They rushed for twenty two times. Is it? Wait a minute. Okay, I was thinking, I was looking at rush yards. So, uh, gosh, well, it was 142 yards total rushing for the Arizona Cardinals. But Connor was doing a decent job, and he goes out injured. He gets injured, uh, doesn't come back. We have, uh, what Jalen Thompson on the defensive side of the ball, of course, in that secondary. He gets injured. Is, I mean, they're, they're already thin when, when we, when we think about the, the secondary. So, you know, the safety and the cornerback positions. Is that any, is that, any excuse to not adjust when Jamar Chase. Now, this is you tell you you are the man who watches football. A different as a matter of fact, I was going to stop by your house uh, on Saturday to watch a little bit of college football to be able to understand how you how you uh, how you watch the game after we were done after I was done like ripping and running a little bit. But the the adjustments you keep seeing they're they're going either on the, out to the right side or out to the left side and Jamar Chase he's he's getting targeted left and right he's racking up these yards it i i've said it this has been a recurring theme for me so far this this season sometimes the the conservative play calling but most specifically the lack of adjustments not the, the adjustments in game you see in it's game. happening let's see what we can do to to switch it is, is are injuries any excuse for that no that's that's lack of just experience what is what that is because when when you're you're talking about making adjustments in the game that 
when you let me see how do I explain this? All week, a team is going off of they're watching film, they're looking at how, what the other team is doing, and we know the other team's going to come in here with some wrinkles and stuff like that. But you can only go off their tendencies. And how you break film down? What you normally do is you look at the last three games of a team, and you also look at maybe the last time, especially in their division, if the last time you played them because it's your personnel, that type of thing. <clears throat> or sometimes you'll take a similar offense to yours and you'll if you have to go further back in the archives but most of the time it's the last three games and the last time you played this opponent and then what you do is you figure out okay this is what they've been doing this is how they handle their coverage on this the when they come out in these packages these are the plays they run this is the uh the personnel they use for these down and distance so you have all these things these are in your in your in your bag right so what happens is you come out and then all of a sudden, well, they're doing some different things. And that's why you have the people up in the in the booth, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Cuz they're looking, they're looking down, they're 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 tracking all the different for every formation, every time they come out for play, they're running 12 packages. You know, they got one tight end, two backs, they're doing this. Uh, so we're tracking that throughout the game. So now yes. we're getting new information. Now we're watching, hey, they're doing new formations or different formations. They're doing different motions. They're running plays like so now they're what what you're watching imagine this last few weeks you watched you know everything J- jamar chase has done has been up front because burrow could not stand back in the pocket right right so and i mentioned hey let's take some shots on some of those pass plays you know try to try to get a pick six you know so now you they come out and it looks like burrow's healthy he's back there taking deeper step deeper drops he's actually moving around a little better Jamar Chase is getting up the field a little more. They're throwing. So now, okay, wait a minute. All the stuff that we practiced for during the week. Now, look, they're, they're not doing that dink and dunk stuff and they're moving Jamar around and he's actually getting up the field. So what we thought about jumping some of the routes and that, nah, hold off now. Okay. Now we got to play this a little more traditional. They got a number one receiver already killing us. Let's start bracketing him a little bit. Let's have somebody up front. A little bump and run, take him off course a little bit, and we're going to have some coverage over the top. So we can take away the intermediate stuff, the short stuff, and we got somebody protecting us over the top. They've just kept running the same coverages for the, the, the 46 pass plays that uh, Joe Burrow had. It was like they made no adjustment to, hey, let's start bracketing him or doing this. They were still trying to cover him with, I guess, a zone coverage with nobody over the top or Let's man up on him with no protection over top because you saw him run by us one time. It yeah. was like they, they 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 didn't like I said I'm joking about it. But they back in I don't want to say back in our day there was I a played, time when there was a time when I was playing. They would see and send those pictures down. Yes, you see guys. You see the yeah. You see the guys on the, the sidelines looking at coaches them, yeah. and the players, and then we'd be flipping through picture, and it was frame by frame. This mm-hmm. is how they started. This was their front. Um, this is the routes they run. So you're you're going picture by picture, right? Now they got yeah. a tablet, so they can actually watch in person live. They're running the plays over there on like in real time. They're running. Okay, when they're getting in this formation, they're running this. They're running these combo. Um, patterns where, you know, and the chase is just running free through the middle of the field. I, we got to start running this coverage to, to combat that. So you should have saw them over there swip, swiping left, swiping left on these tablets, <laughs> swiping left, and just saying, hey, let's change up our coverage. It was like they just, you know, it was like 
well, let's see, they're going to go back to doing what they did when we saw on film, so we're just going to stay in this. And, nah, I mean, they, they made no adjustments at all, Jay. And that's the part where it's almost, okay, imagine this. You study, you, you found out you, you're taking the test, right? Yeah. And your buddy had the same test in the, uh, the day before, because he takes the class, so he told him, this is all the answers on the test. He might even had it for you. Here is the test. This is what you're going to see tomorrow. I so you look at that. I've done that before. I mayor, mayor. So you look at it, look at it, look at it, right? You got this. Hey, answer 10. Number number 10 is B. Number 11, you've got it in your mind. Number uh, uh, Question number 11, that's C. That's uh, 12 is A. You know, So you got it in your mind, right? Yeah, you get yeah. in the class, and the teacher is smarter than us. And what do they do, Jay? They give you a new test, well, not with the same one that the kids had the day before. So you, <laughs> so now you're looking at it, and you're like, wait a minute, no. Um, and well, I don't know. They changed that. They changed the test up on you, Jay, and that's what yeah. since that did. So we cannot prepare like we know the answers for the test. We got to prepare like we know everything that might come up if we study. And then yeah. be able to make the adjustments, then we'll know this will score a, we'll get an A on that test. But if you go in there thinking this is exactly what we're going to see and they flip flopping on you, then you're in trouble. And that's what happens. We don't, we're, we're not ready to make those adjustments and figure out, you know, this is what we now have to do. And it's, it's a learning process. So we can't be mad at them because you can't be mad at a, a, a fourth grader because he doesn't know advanced trigonometry. We got to give them some time. We got to let them grow into it. And that's exactly what coaching in the NFL is. So they'll eventually get it. This was an opportunity. This was one of those times, though, where we just got exposed. I get it. But I guess if if it it was a player, if it's a player, the coaches are going to be irate with that player because you're making these mistakes. This is week five. You shouldn't be making these mistakes, right? So when you look at the defensive coordinator, Nick Rollis, when you, so it's on him to be able to hold his staff accountable to, to the players. I mean, the, the coaches underneath him to make sure. And then for Jonathan Gannon to therefore say, go to Nick and say, Nick was good. Plus Jonathan Gannon is a defensive guy. So Jonathan defensive Gannon should guy. be saying, Hey man, Hey, we need to make sure that we're that we are shoring, the, we're tightening these things up. The GM should be going to Jonathan Gannon and saying, "What's going on with your folks?" It, it just seems that I, I wonder if process, this continues. Though, if we're still seeing this in week eleven, would that be would that raise a big red flag for you? Or if we're seeing this week three next season, would that be the big the red flag? Next, see, this is, I mean, this is a rookie campaign for the head coach. You got to remember, too, you bring up the fact that Gannon is a defensive guy, too, right? What do Mm -hmm. we always talk about, Jay? The head coach is responsible for everything. This is true. He's no longer just a defensive coordinator. So he's got to make all in-game decisions, monitor everything that's going on. That's why he has coordinators. Some some coaches can be offensive coordinator slash head coach or defensive coordinator slash head coach. Those are the ones that have a lot of experience and are really good at it. We saw what happened with Kingsbury, him sitting over there trying to figure everything out and, and failing the test. And at the same time, everything around him was burning as well. So yeah. this is an opportunity for Gannon. Obviously, he's got his coordinators in place. He's going to have to learn, you know, now this is a, how many times have you, in, in well, when things were going well over in New England and the reason he never had to worry about the offense because he had Tom Brady, but how many times will we see Belichick when things were going haywire with the defense or if he just saw something because of his genius, 
he would be over there working with them, huddling with them while stuff was going on behind him because he knew he could trust the offense on the field. Yeah. And just, you know, this is, it's a whole, it's a whole process. It's not just what well, we got to do this. We got to do that. It is a all hands on deck kind of situation. And until the head coach figured out, you know, the, the entire thing out, you know, now sometime you can, he'll get his side of the ball corrected first, but then you also have to ta- have to have the talent too. There are so many things okay. that are going on, Jay. So they've overachieved a little bit in the first few games. We're seeing a little step back because they're playing better competition over these last few weeks. They did get the win against Dallas, but yeah, it's it's a process. I'm now if we're doing if we're two years into this, at the end of next year, and we're still like, what the hell are they doing? Then you start to have problems in the rookie season for these head coaches. Their heads are swimming, bro. From you know, okay. Just, just like as a player, I remember going from, you know, playing in the World League, all of a sudden I'm playing in the NFL, and even though I was older, I was, you know, still, man, you're talking about studying a playbook and trying to figure it out, and then, you know, you get to the line, and there's checks, and there's different responsibilities, blitz pickups, and then I didn't have to worry about that in the World League. I went to the line of scrimmage, and we might have had one blitz or something like that, but, you know, I knew where the routes I was going to run. And, man, all of a sudden now I got a I'm, – I'm the hot route? What the hell is a hot route? Um, <laughs> I got blitz pickup. I, you know, yeah, you, get to, you get to the league, bro. I mean, there, there's a reason why it's the best of the best, and that stuff moves fast, bro. And that, that's just not for oh, players. Man. For coaches, too. I'd, I'd have been that dude that uh, as soon as they hiked the ball, especially if they were trying to call all these different audibles and stuff, when the ball was hiked, I would have still been in my stance. Just uh, if maybe if I just don't move, maybe they won't even yell at me because I don't know. I I don't want to do the wrong thing. But so so believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So leave so let's leave me with this though. So that you mentioned it a little bit, and so I put it in our in our show notes here. Did this game chip away at at some of the either the confidence or your belief? In this team overall, I'm talking about coaches and players and all that stuff, developing something, not not for this season, but for the following season. Or was this just one of those, this is just that that journey in the process, that part that pro, this that, that part in the process where you have a hiccup or you, you take a little minor step back. Jay, I had somebody yesterday, half hour after the game, send me a text. Is it time for tune? I'm like and this for me, yes. Wait no. a minute. Okay. Yes. Okay. And for and to answer your question, that's the mentality of a fan or something. Like people don't see the big picture. They for panic. Me, they panic. For yeah. me, bruh, they've done well over these first few games, even represented out in San Fran. Look what San Fran did to Dallas yesterday. Woo! And, you know. Hey, hey, and by the way, by the way, okay, the dude, the dude. I, Thank I, you, Purdy. Purdy. Okay. Respect okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Continue. You see Continue. it now. Okay. Yeah, I see it. I see it. All right. So for me, it's like, okay, wait a minute. They, they represented well to this point. It's not a finished product. It's not even the roster. We we talk about this team could be tanking just before the season started. They were yeah. representing. You go out there, you're playing against better rosters. Coaches yeah. were way much more experienced than, than us. Mm-hmm. Um, a hostile environment at home. I mean, you factor in all these things. I'm not ready to even, I mean, yeah, they had a flush stinker. We thought from day one they would be stinkers, every one of them. So the yeah. fact that they've been playing well, you cannot all of a sudden, because they've been playing well, now our expect- expectations have changed. You know, oh, my God, what are they out there doing? We we should be winning these games. Nah. <laughs> 
as long as we're out there, you know, not now we look, here's the thing. We looked confused. We definitely looked yeah. confused. And yeah. that might've played into, remember I always talk about when you're free in mind and everyone, you know what you're supposed to be doing, you flow. Everything is good. When you're confused and the other team is jabbing you and you, and you and the coaches and everybody, cause I can imagine in those huddles, the players are coming off and they're like, you know, with their hands up and the coaches, they're flipping through the tablet and everybody's trying to, and, and hey, defense up, defense up. It's like, <laughs> we haven't even figured out what, what oh God. so they're right back out there. And it's, so, I mean, it's just, it's just a bad, this was, the, just remember too, we got tricked into thinking that Cincinnati, they stunk. We saw the yeah. potential of so for the every, yeah, we fell for the okie doke. We actually picked. I picked this damn. I picked, I picked yeah. the Cardinals to win. Well, with the beginning of the season, we were just like, man, this is this is hell. Well, you know, so Cincinnati came in here did what they were supposed to do. What they looked, they looked like they're supposed to look all year long. Yet we're thinking, oh my God, we just we stink and we nah. We came. We played against a much better team, uh, an MVP type quarterback. Against okay, if we went position by position, Jay, and matched ours against theirs, right. our offensive now our offensive line is just as bad as their offensive line. Okay, at times, right? Right. Their quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, Joe Burrow. Who are you gonna pick? Okay, their wide right. receiver group. One of their wide receivers had more catches than our entire group combined. Woo-hoo. You know. Oof. They're running back, you know, maybe even mix, but mixing. You know, you know, I'm, what I'm saying is you run down and match this up on paper and yeah. what the score and how it turned out is exactly how it should have turned out. We just got spoiled over the last few weeks because they have been playing well. And all of a sudden now we think, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a way that we could actually win some games and get into the playoffs probably because we're putting nah, – come on now. This team yeah. is what it is, and we saw what it is yesterday, and we saw what the coaching staff is yesterday. But – we can't bail on them because they're actually there. It's a better product one than we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And you got to give them time players and coaches. You got to give them um, opportunity to get some of these reps and things under their belt. Some of these experiences We're always better when we go through things the first and second times. Right. So yeah. as they continue to progress, cause they're going to learn, we got those tablets aren't just for fun on the sidelines. We got to start using those things a little bit. So I'm I'm not disappointed at all. This is I'm disappointed because I almost fell for it as well. Yeah. In terms of hey, you know, I thought it should have been more competitive. That's been that's been the theme so far for both of us is compete. I didn't think that they competed as well as they had in the in the previous games. Well, Sam Fran showed us how big the talent gap was, but we still maintained. They it was almost like San Francisco was just playing with us a little bit, you know, (laughs) methodically, whereas. Cincinnati came over here and they they put it on us. They 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 actually they they whooped us, and yeah. we were not used to seeing that so far. We were the whoopee against Dallas. Hmm. We took a beating against San Fran, but it wasn't one of those. You know, uh, you know, you take a beating sometimes. Like that wasn't so bad. You know, you can still sit down. You know, yeah, this yeah. is one of those ones where Pop came in. He got into it, boy. He got into that tuss. You can't <laughs> even sit down after this one. But you know, it is what it is. We learn from these experiences. 
All right. So that is so that is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams, and this is Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. We do it twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays, we look back at the game that was and we break that down and give our thoughts. And then Thursday, we look ahead to the next uh to the the next week's uh to the to that week's opponent to to break that down as well. And so as always, we are presented by Bet Online. And uh, as we always like to say around this time, you can Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.